Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Believe in GCU, episode 16, question mark. Episode 16 presented by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals based in the city of Los Angeles, California. We're here in Phoenix. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? I'm starting to really believe now. Are you? I really you am. believe in Polo Dan? Oh, I believe Three in Polo Dan. Wins. Men's basketball puck picked up the win last night over Seattle. Wasn't easy. Uh, almost the entire team fouled out. No, three people. Three. I mean, how many people had four fouls? Four personals. I think that doesn't matter. <laughs> almost everyone fouled out. That would have been interesting. <laughs> Overtime would have been fun. Uh, what's uh, what's Kyle's take? Let's dive into oh, Kyle's corner. That's corner with a K. No, really good. Three-game win streak, you know? Went on the road. Had some travel issues up in Chicago after getting snowed in there for a couple of days. Had their game against Kansas City moved to Sunday. So had to pretty much get off the plane and play basketball. Sunday, you know, they drove... They had to fly to half the team flew to St. Louis Saturday night, drove four hours to Kansas City, and got in at like what two thirty in the morning, yeah, something like that. And then the rest of the team and the coaching staff flew in at like six in the morning. They got in about nine a.m. to Kansas City, so four o'clock game local time. Not a lot of not a lot of downtime there for anybody. No, not an ideal situation, but. Two road wins. Never easy in the whack, even if it is Chicago State and Kansas City. But Kansas City, not a bad team overall. They ended they beat Seattle in triple overtime. To open up to open up whack conference play. So two good road wins and then last night you knew it was gonna be a hard fought game. Cause Seattle, very good team, despite some iffy losses. On their record, they lost to Florida A and M. I mean, if anybody by knows fifteen losses, it's us. Hey, they lost to Florida A and M. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Famu, I love Famu. Famu for the win. <laughs> Famu's actually on like a bit of a tear lately. But uh, back to the game on Saturday. It's that Thursday. Yeah, th- thinking about tomorrow's game. No, don't get ahead of yourself. Don't Kyle. get ahead of myself. Yeah, pretty good game. Started off really well. It was what eleven to. Five. Yeah, well, we had like an eight-point lead at one point in the first half. Oh, yeah, it was six or seven to nothing to start. and then That evaporated quickly. Well, it's basketball. That's what happens. But, you know, on the verge of maybe blowing them out, but I didn't expect that. And you knew Terrell Brown, number 23 for that team, he was going to go off. He had 15 at the half, and I sat there and I went, yeah, he's going to drop 30. He had 31. (laughs) He ended up with 31 on the game, and then... They, they didn't hit that many threes. They shoot a lot of threes, don't make a lot of them. One guy had all but two of their threes, and he ended up fouling out, and I was like, well, that's good because we needed that. Because ref- all of our players are fouling out. The, the refereeing well throw us a bone The there. refereeing on both ends, they said, you know, I like to be, be consistent, be consistently good, or be consistently bad. They were the latter. At one point in the second half, there was a foul in Seattle. Dan Dan got up, looked down at Seattle's coach on the bench, said something to him, <laughs> and the coach just laughed because he knew it was probably true. Probably it was like, "Wow, 
I don't know what Dan probably said about the officiating, but... Well, I'll say this about Dan. Uh, we've seen him uh, have many, many nights where uh, he's just sweating, pulsing through his through his suit. Last night was last the, it night, was last night was the pinnacle of the. It was of that. also oddly warm in the arena last night. What the AC just wasn't working. I don't think they had the AC on. You know, you expect some warmth from seven thousand plus people. Trying to get a big conference when maybe trying to throw uh, Seattle off their game. I do, but know. you know, you made poor Dan. They're used to the cold. They're used to the rain. It looked like a heart on his shirt at one oh point. Oh my god! By yeah. the end of the first That's half, one way of looking at it, he, he couldn't get in the locker room fast enough after that interview with Kate Longworth at halftime. You could tell he was just like, "I'm done. Let me go. <laughs> Let me get into some cool air." But the but they had fi- we had five guys, double digit scoring, led by Carlos Johnson with 17. No surprise there. Congrats to Carlos Johnson. Over 1,000 points now at GCU. No. 1,000 points on his career. He has almost 800 as a lope. He'll hit 1,000. as a, And that's impressive for a year and a half of basketball at one school. That's that's impressive. So that's... Uh, sorry. Got an email there from GCU. Oh, no. Go away. Not important. Okay. And then Alessandro... popular. Laver, I know, had 16. Jenkins off the bench, 13. You really like to see that from Lorenzo. Went four of five from the floor and five of six from the free throw line, including two to ice the game. Sorry, last night. And then Mikey Dixon struggled from the floor. He had 11 points, but he went from shooting 24% in his first four games to over 50 in the last two not last night 3 of 14 is not 50 percent but he hit six straight free throws to win the game in kansas city so and then isaiah brown finally had a nice game it's been a while since isaiah brown was able to really score the basketball now granted he had 10 points and eight of them came from the free throw line he was perfect from the line eight of eight but other than that, and then Blackshear had seven, and Oakpo had six. Everybody scored but Rafe Gertis, and Rafe didn't come in the game until uh, Bryce Alessandro and, or no, was all, Bryce Isaiah and Javon fouled out of the game. That's, <laughs> that's so when Isaiah the, did foul out. Yes, it was Isaiah, Javon, and Bryce. And then um, Labor had four. Labor had four. I was like, shoot, Naturally. if we go to... If we go to overtime and Alessandro fouls out, I don't know. We, we're either going to Ethan or Bryce at this point, and I don't know. Ethan I mean, or Bryce. You look at your bench Ethan like or eligible. What are you going to do? You got, you got two guys sitting there. He had two subs. He had two substitutes left on his bench, and it was Ethan Spry and Louis Bungai. Maybe that's why you uh, changed into the polo. It's got to be the polo. Hey, a they're lot three e- and A lot easier to break out the jersey over the polo than it is the suit. Absolutely. Unless it's Velcro. Well. You never know. But Dan is 3-0 and the month of January in a polo. I say that because, you know, they wear polos in the Virgin Islands, and we went 1-2. and two. On the season, we're 4-2 and two when Dan wears a polo. So I'm thinking if he doesn't show up in a polo Saturday, there might be a problem. I don't know. Someone should make him aware. That, I know. I'll just I'll, let me just go to his office real quick. No, and, the, and you know what? They, they had a really good rebounding night out-rebounded Seattle U by 16, and that has been the biggest problem that has plagued Lopes' teams for the last three years. 
is being able to rebound the basketball at a consistently high rate. And they did that. And who we got on Saturday? Saturday's Utah Valley Wolverines. Utah Valley. Not Utah State. No. Utah Valley. Utah Valley Wolverines. Not the best team in the whack. So am I saying we should win it? Precisely. Quindubably. Should it be big? Maybe. I won't I won't guarantee anything because a win's a win. I don't care if it's by one point or by forty. Just win the basketball game. It doesn't have to be pretty. Like last night, all of the fouls made it not pretty for either side. Are we looming towards New Mexico State? When's that game? February? February 1st, so Saturday. <coughs> Eight <coughs> Caught me off guard there. days away from the first matchup against the Aggies. Uh, that's in uh, Las Cruces. They right? will be traveling to Las Cruces. When's the first one they play here? End of February? Well, the only one they play here? February 27th. Thursday. Thursday. February 27th. I've taken off of work for that day, so. Do we have games that day? I don't know, but I ain't working that day. I can tell you that. <laughs> tell you that much. I'm not working that day. I already got off for it, so. That's, uh, that's when all four sports are going. We'll have men's basketball, women's basketball, men's volleyball. Excuse me, five sports. Softball, baseball. Baseball just came off their uh, home run derby this past weekend. Quinn Cotton back. Lopes in the pros. Hashtag Lopes in the pros. Hashtag in the red system. In the red <laughs> system. Um, the Montana... Um, man, their name is not uh, clicking with me right now. They might get... Uh, Axed because apparently there's going to be 42 teams that are going to be axed from uh, minor league baseball, according to Rob Manfred. We'll see if that happens. Congress is fighting that, so that's weird. Good use of time, Congress. You want to tell them about your Congress call real quick? No, we've already done that. Okay. I guarantee you, if you go back and listen, there's got to be one in there somewhere. So we'll just let that go. Yeah, we'll let them. Uh, we'll let our uh, listeners go back and listen. If you want to go find it, they just won't. go watch the Nevada game. Yeah, they won't. Uh, it was the Project 34 Home Run Derby, nonprofit organization uh, to positively impact the lives and individuals uh, living with a spinal cord injury. And yes, Quinn Cotton was like the only guy to hit home runs. Like he was very impressive, hit a lot of home runs. He was like the only guy to hit one. Kevin Pillar, current center fielder for the San Francisco Giants, was there. Didn't hit one home run. Hit nothing but ground balls. That's kind of concerning. Who's throwing these pitches? Ooh, I don't know. Was it Blake Hallsworth? Hawksworth. I don't know who that is. New pitching coach. Oh. Used to play for the Angels. Should probably. Get it together. I don't have to prep for them yet. Uh, but Quinn Cotton picks up the win. A lot of home runs. Preston Pavlico was in attendance. Dane Stankowitz, Andy Stankowitz, Tyler Wyatt was there. Everyone was back. Quinn Cotton, of course, home run derby champion. A lot of home runs being hit. You know, uh, Yankees radio broadcaster John Sterling makes up these home run calls for each of his players. Here we go. Uh, Brace yourselves, we America. Have been prepping this list. For don't say we. Don't say we. I don't support the list. Asterix, I have been prepping this list. I don't support the list. I have been prepping this home run list. Just uh, like list. I don't support uh, a laser from Blazer. That's a great call. Laser from Blazer. Didn't get to use it on Saturday. You know, we're going to put a poll out there. Call in. <laughs> he didn't play. Uh, but GCU Baseball. Big Caleb Blazer guy. Home run calls for 2020. Here's the list. Wait. You should run these by Potter. Oh, we'll, we'll run him by him. We'll see if he has any uh, takes. Going if Potter likes him, then I'll get on board. If Potter likes him, he might steal him. I sure hope no, so. We wouldn't want that. All right, I would. All right. I uh, guess I newcomer, am. Newcomer, Juan Collado. It's Juan gone over the right field seats. 
That one was just... There are no seats in right field. Long gone over the wall. Next one on the list. Brock Burton. I like this one. Should I bring up that ringtone? Brock socks it to right. Brock Burton. Here comes the pain. Lips lead it to nothing. Oh, jeez. Was it a solo or a two-run shot? We'll let you decide. Johnny Weaver. It's a ballpark lever from Johnny Weaver. Here's Johnny. No. Next, Cuba Bess. Cuba bested that pitch and drove it over the right field wall. Cuba hits that one to Aruba, and the Lopes take a one nothing lead. Wow. I have zero words. Do you have more? Uh, I have a lot more. We're not even halfway down the list. Oh, gosh. Nate Golweko, a nuke from Nate. Lopes lead at one nothing. Ronnie Belton, here's okay, one. Okay, that one was just... So, Ronnie... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still uh, workshopping some of these. Ronnie Belton. Ronnie belts one to right. Here's Ronnie. Okay, well, you... There we go. I'll use it for one of them. Jimmy Jurgensen. Jimmy J. Jacks one to right. The Lopes lead at 2 nothing. Nick Hansen. Nick hits one to the sticks. Isn't he a pitcher? Yeah, you never know. All right. Braden Merritt, outfielder. Merritt tears it into the seats. A Braden blast. The Lopes lead at 2 nothing. Yeah? Awkward silence. <laughs> All right, the last one I have is for a pitcher. Have you ever... Is in a jam and gets uh, an, an, an inning-ending double play. It's an inning-ending twin-killing DP for BCV. That's Brody Cooper Vasilakis. That's a name. Brody Cooper, Cooper Vasilakis. That's just one you're going to mess up. BCV. I just got to practice it. Cooper Vasilakis. So when the bases are loaded with one out and we're on the game, I'll just hit the cough button. I'll, I'll practice it. DP for BCV. DP for BCV. And then you're going to uncough and that's when you're going to mess it up. It's inevitable. So after That's just a after name after that no one some can of, say. I'll workshop some of these. I still have a few of them. Uh, Drew Smith, uh, Jordan Serbo. We won't get to do that Jordan one. Jordan Serbo un is no longer un there. Un unfortunately, I will not be able to use, use that one. You want to hear it anyway? Sure. The gift of Serbo. Drink it in, man. I don't get it. All right. Uh, <laughs> so out of all those, which one's your favorite? I've been anxious to hear your feedback. <laughs> <laughs> None of them. None of the above. <laughs> no. One. I don't know. The first one with the with the fence. That one was decent. What are you talking about? Juan Colados? Yeah. Yeah, that one. The Juan gone. Yeah, I kind of like that one. You didn't like it's a ballpark lever from Johnny. Weaver? No, you've been Here's shopping Johnny. that one for four months and now. Let it go. What about the the Cuba one? Yeah. What? The last part of that one, yes. Cuba bested that pitch. No, it over not the that wall. part. He hits, one, he hits it to Aruba. I couldn't say Cuba hits it to Cuba. No. Cuba hits it to Aruba is good. You couldn't have come up with something for Cuba Gooding Jr. because that's who he's named after? Uh, and yes, that is fact. It is in the media guide. Ronnie Belt's one to right. Nothing. His last name is Belton. All right, whatever. Oh, no, no, crumble it up. Savannah Torville takes that one on a tour of the ballpark. Oh, I got to make the softball ones. We'll do that one next week. Oh, Thanks for reminding go. me. That's my bad, everybody. I'm Thank sorry, America. Thank you for reminding me. Softball home run calls next week on Believe in GCU. See you later. Sayonara. Savannah Torville. Signed, sealed, and delivered. It's in the books. Oh, I have a game-ending call that I'm now going to use. To counter, signed, sealed, and delivered? Let's hear it. And another big purple W is in the books. Wow. That didn't have any Washington, D.C. <laughs> inspiration at all it. no it doesn't what are you talking about but there's her curly block purple w in the <laughs> books huge block caleb blazer put another big
purple Dollars W are from Blazer. in the books. No, let it go. I think it's going to work. I'm, it's going to catch on. Not like, like signed, sealed, and delivered. That's kind of caught on for you. I mean, it works. I've done it a couple times. Make you happy. Got to keep them happy, you know? We, we've done it simultaneously. This is why I'm the longest tenured employee, almost. Because commentator uh, wise, whatever. Um, I started first. Men's volleyball. I have all the power. That's why. Uh, this is where descent happens. I was assigned play-by-play play next Saturday. All right, we're not getting into this New, now. New Mexico State. It's only because I'm a better analyst. That is correct. That's how I saw it. Um, <laughs> men's volleyball. We, His words, we, not mine. We, we won four sets over UC San Diego on Saturday. We. Uh, Dominated a team that played their first collegiate game ever, I believe, in Park University. No, their third collegiate game ever. Well, it's the first season. Yes. Well, get it right. Well, that's why you were on the San Diego game. I don't think uh, that had anything to do with the fact that... You're right. <laughs> it didn't. You want to talk about it since you were on the broadcast? Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. I mean, Kyle Borg, number one broadcaster, number one, the king at GCU TV when it comes to student workers. His words, not mine. I just want to point that out. He's reading from a script I gave him earlier. No, I'm just kidding. It was my list of demands. <laughs> There's a real list. He has it. I need to make one. I'm going to send one, though, just because just I can now. I've talked about it so much. I should. So, men's volleyball. Yeah. Winning but on the, the winning track. Some more. Two game win streak. After a one and two road trip to Hawaii. Honolulu. Hawaii. Honolulu. Hawaii. Okay, we can do that all day. Yeah, we're not Talk doing this again. It. We're not doing this again. Um, took down Park University in straight sets. Three sets to none. Gianni made his Antelope Gymnasium debut, in which he was amazing, I would like to point out. Camden Gianni. Camden. Camden. Gianni. Get it right. What did I say? Nothing. I was just talking about art. I guess I said it wrong on the broadcast, apparently. That's what I was referring Camden. to, remember? Camden. Everybody now. Camden. Gianni. Gianni. Good. We're on the same page. All right, cool. Jakey had a good game. Kyle Thompson's been really good. Ian McLean consistent. Ian McLean was really good on Saturday. Gotta say. He was. Didn't miss a beat, technically, because he was like, what, seven for seven? No errors? No errors. Saw a lot of Claire Mitchell and Ian McLean. 57 hit percentage. Looking like Alex Shmalev out there. Eh, not quite. Coming he out of the bushes. He wasn't quite coming out of the bushes. He, he was, it was apparent that he was there. He was just... Uh, you could tell he was in the bushes. Yes. He was in the bushes. Oh, he was, he was sticking out. They saw him. They, they, still, saw they still him. couldn't defend him, but they saw him. They knew he was there. I think that the, the vocal point of Saturday's game, because I was on that call, you were on Friday's call, obviously taking quick care of business against Park like they should have. I think it was like 9-1 to one at, at some point in the first set. They, they won 25-8 to eight in the first set. So No, but Ian McLean um, wasn't really the vocal point of that game. Like Saturday, he ended up being the vocal point of the game. Tied it on several occasions late in the fourth set against UC San Diego. Uh, but the Tritons weren't able to defend Camden Gianni, like we said, in that first set at least. I think he had seven kills in the first set. Christian Janke, too, got off to a hot start, and then they were able to combat both their offenses late, and that's when guys like Ian McLean and Kyle Thompson stepped up, which was great for the Lopes offense. And that's what you're going to see all season long. Signed, sealed, and delivered. It's just getting started right now.
Did you did you hear the emotion in my voice when they won on Saturday? I did. Decent. That is why I am play by play on Saturday. That's why you don't have volleyball next week. Yeah, maybe. That's another way of looking at it. <laughs> I didn't look at it from How many that games do you have next week? I have two games next oh, week. Oh, you have two games both basketball. basketball. You're right. I was going to say, yeah, you only have one, and I have two. But I forgot you have UTRGV. So we got two women's games next week. They won on the road this week, Kyle. You informed me about that before we started. They did. I have the stats right here. Do 56 you have proof 48. It happened? I do. Excellent. Tell 56 them about it. 48. 8 and 8 on the season. 3 and 2 in Western Athletic Conference play. Game over 500 for those of you keeping score at home. Which you should be. Because we are. Everybody that played scored. Now, what really shocked me to my very core was A. Deja Daniel, five points, six rebounds, only shot the ball three times. So that ends the streak. She was three or four from the free throw line. What was it, nine straight? No, it was five straight. Nine overall? Yes. So we got that wrong. It's okay. It's the article's fault. May Bryant led all scorers with four. Well, I shouldn't say all scorers. I'll say all GCU scorers because she was outscored by one by somebody from Seattle. 14.6 rebounds, May Bryant, 5 of 7 from the floor, 4 of 7 from the free throw line. Ben Laveras hit all three pointers, and by all I mean, Delopes only hit four, and she hit four of them. So she had 12 points off the bench as well. Tiana Brown, four points. Jada Moss, four points. Jada Holland, six points. Laura Piera, six points. Carla Balagay, three points, 11 rebounds. Tavia Rao, two points. Both off of free throws. Tavia Rowell been struggling as of late. Got off to a really hot start. She struggled as of Sorry, late right. shooting the ball. She'll get back into it. Yeah. You know. It's basketball for you. Lopes grabbed 40 rebounds to the 33 of Seattle. Apparently, May Bryant picked up a technical foul. We won't talk about that. That's awkward. How many turnovers did we have? Um, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm not seeing. <laughs> it's apparently not in here. I'll tell Axel. Hold on. Hold on. Let me go. To, nope, not that. Do, 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 do. The score tied zero times, apparently. Gosh, it's a process on this app, man. Special thanks to Guns N' Roses. Seattle had 14 turnovers, and the Lopes had 16. A big 1-6. So you'd love to see them cut down on those. But, you know, growing pains. Young team. But, hey, 3-2 and two in the whack. Going to Utah Valley on Saturday. Undefeated Utah Valley. I still believe they're undefeated. I'm not quite sure. At least on the make that side. sound like it's positive. But it keep going. Undefeated keep going. Utah Valley. Yep. Keep going. Going Kyle. into the Wolverine Den. I think that's what they call it. I don't actually know. Right it sounded den. good. So the Wolverine Den, and then the Lopes are going to come back. They're going to be four and two. 
when they take on UTRGV and New Mexico State next weekend, as are the men who are going to be 4-2 and two going into next week's road trip. In Las Cruces. And Edinburgh, Texas, which is first. They have to play UTRGV first. Not really the bright side. The bright side for everybody but New Mexico State is they have now lost A.J. Harris for the rest of the season, and they're one of their best shooters, Trevlin Queen, is out four to six weeks, which means you might not see him until the WAC tournament, which may or may not be a good thing. Yeah, you didn't phrase it like it was a good but thing. That, well, because, you know, he could come back and just be on fire. Yeah, didn't hear the exact same excitement in your voice like I did uh, when you said that Utah Valley was undefeated. Undefeated. That's because they're not going to be after Saturday. I like your confidence. Thank you. But, yeah, so New Mexico State, a little bit banged up which may or may not really be good for the Lopes and the rest of the whack. Is it good? Yes. Do, are we getting our hopes up? Is it, is good? it good? Is it bad? bad? Well, it may be good. I don't know. <laughs> we're going to find out, out when, when we, play we play them. Are we getting our hopes up, though? I, maybe. But I always get my hopes up. Yeah, I wouldn't get your because hopes up. Because I am 0 6 all time against New Mexico State as a student. It's always close, too. In men's basketball. Well, except for one time when it wasn't. WAC Championship 2018. We don't talk about that. 2019. I like 2019. 2019. We don't talk about that day. It doesn't count. It's not actually a thing. It never happened. <laughs> you know what did happen this weekend? Conor McGregor returned to the Oh, Octagon. great. First time in 15 months. Lasted all of about 40 seconds. Didn't even mess up his comb over. Do you have money on that game or on that fight? No. Well, a few people did using my bookie. My bookie bookie promotional talking points. It's an exciting time of the year for sports. Sophomore sensation Lamar Jackson is redefining what it means to be a dual threat quarterback. Odds on Jackson to win the MVP race were at 50 to 1 to begin the season and have plummeted since, making my bookie's prop selection. More attractive than ever, then without a doubt, people are going to be looking to get in on the action, and we have the best place for you to go. You know where you should go, Kyle? MyBookie.com. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. MyBookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sportsbook around. And if you join right now, right this second, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV. That's capital BLV to activate the offer once again that promo code is blv to get your extra cash from my bookie bet win get paid signed sealed delivered i'm yours i thought you were gonna go with your sign off call i guess it doesn't make sense for that that's a shame this volleyball starts in 10 minutes that's embarrassing they do start in 10 minutes where are they at McKendry. Tell the audience. Well, the Lindenwood Invitational in Missouri, but they take on uh, McKendry uh, in 10 minutes, Arizona time. Mountain time. Which, by the time this episode is posted, this game will have already concluded. Well, let's get it out fast, then. This was episode 1616. Super Bowl picks, go. Chiefs. Fire, I'll go with the Niners. Just to play the antagonist? Yep. Maybe we should put money on it. This episode was presented by the Podcast Network, also presented by MyBookie Promotional Talking Points. From everybody here at GCU, believe in GCU, I'm Jack O'Hara, alongside Mr. Kyle Borg. The man, the myth, the legend. Saying, 
sayonara from Camelback Hall in the heart of Phoenix, Arizona. Have a great rest of your weekend, and as always, go Lopes. Signed. We could be here for a while. I'll wait. Just build it up. It's all right. You know what we can do? We could put a big plastic, bold, purple W in the books. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.